This week on Slaughterhouse Princess, the beast must die. One of these eight people were turned into a werewolf. Can you guess who it is when we stop the film for the werewolf break? Werewolf break! See it. Solve it. But don't tell. I'll buy that for a dollar. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 35. 35. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And this time, we watched The Beast Must Die. We sure did. Requested by Plovdiv. Plovdiv. You can find it on YouTubes. Yeah. You sure can. That's how you know it's good. <coughs> I don't know, we saw, well, we watched Critters on YouTube, and that was pretty good. Yeah. That was just a recreational movie, though. I don't think we did a Critters podcast. We just watched it to watch it. we did. We totally did. We didn't have no Critters podcast. Uh Uh-huh. You're tripping. Maybe. But that's not relevant. (laughs) I suppose you're right. So, uh, we start off with a guy getting chased through the woods by some people. Yep, for a while. They got guns. There's a a guy in some kind of control room telling the people with guns where he's going. Which, Which ground mic he is by, number 87, I believe. Yeah, there's, there's ground mics and video cameras. Yep, and they're not shy about it. You get a nice, good three-second lingering shot on each camera. He gets caught a couple of times, and bang, you're dead. Makes it to the... He really, the, he says that, the guy does. It sounds like an eight-year-old kid when he says it, too. It was hilarious. Bang, you're dead! He uh, makes it through the stuff and things. Yep. And gets to the house. The house where the man is. Where he's... A man in a chair. Gun down in front of a bunch of people sitting out. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing just sitting there. And they're just hanging out. There's a dog. But he's not really died. It was a blank. Yeah. And we learned that the gentleman they were chasing is uh, the... the Hunting gu- enthusiast. Uh, yes, hunt, hunter enthusiastically ist. He, he sure does hunt enthusiastically in this. He apparently is some sort of millionaire. He owns the house and the grounds, was responsible for the cameras right. and the ground mics. Yeah, this guy put them in. Everybody's got to have a ground mic guy. If not, you're not living. He uh, goes up to the control room. We get a, we really get an explanation as to all the stuff, and what, how it works. And right. With the, with the grids and the red lights. And the red lights indicate ground mics. 1974 technology. For some reason, it can detect a footstep from a mile away. Using this reel-to-reel tape recorder, <laughs> it quickly figures out if it's people's or not people's. I have to flip over my Betamax. And our our hero, the Huntsman, heads on down to meet his guests, who are all sitting in a, a courtyard type of affair. And they're all like, "Uh, so uh, what's really happening here, buddy? What's really good?" And this this guy, the Huntsman, oh boy. Yeah, he's an actor. Yeah. He's either an actor or they told him it wasn't a movie and that's just how he is. That, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I think he was just some poor schizophrenic guy they found somewhere. And they're like, no, werewolves or something, bro. He was like having sex while camping. Yeah. He was fucking intense. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Get it? I, I do. So we, uh, we meet our possible werewolves that he's got together. Because he knows one of these people is a werewolf. Right, knows. Knows it. You ain't guessing. Knows it. And he's got very, very long, dramatic reasons as to why each person is. Like that guy ate some people meat. Yeah, that, that guy ate some people meat. And people died where that lady was. And one guy's a, an old, rich, white guy, so obviously he's up to no good. Right. Werewolf. Uh, 
Peter Cushing, because he's Peter Cushing. Yep. Some blonde chick. Yep. The Vidia. The Vida. Divina. Divina. Vagina. Perfect. Vagina. Some some guy that knows her. Yeah, they they have a, a relationship of some sort. And then his uh, his his wife, the huntsman's wife. Yeah. Caroline. And he informs them that they're all stuck. They're on lockdown until he figures out who this werewolf is. And she screams about ruining the weekend, and he acts some more. And uh, nobody seems real keen on this uh, being trapped until he figures out who the werewolf is. Right. So uh, he says, you know, for, what, three days, we're here till the f- with the full moon, and we're going to figure this out. They have a raucous dinner party Yeah. where they uh, conversate some more about werewolves. I like how the man with the gravy boot pours the blood on the raw meat. Yeah, that made sense. Yep. And this neat is... dinner scenes in these movies. I like the plovdi of you and your dinner scenes in movies. Like on the, uh, the kill list when the guy flipped his plate. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> Done! I'm finished. They didn't eat much in resolutions. Nope. <laughs> didn't have much to eat. Meth. <laughs> Meth and grass. And not like grass, like take you to Mars grass, but grass like outside your house so we uh we learned that that dr peter cushing is a werewolfologist of some sort <laughs> what anthropologist and he uh is explaining to everybody how werewolves don't like wolfsbane and silver and they eat werewolf hormone yeah they got hormones or something and then like uh they got they just eat don't people. know what to do with their hormones they're just confused it's a, it's a hard time your hormones are all out of whack. Whack. Yeah, Chris would know. Mine are always out of He's whack. You got the estrogen. I do in a bottle. I just drink it. So they decide at dinner they're gonna pass around a candlestick made of silver to see if any of them react to it. Cause that's how werewolves work, I guess. Which none of them do. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's I always thought fine. they had to like you know pierce the skin and get them, but they're uh they're really trying to make you think every one of this movie is the werewolf. Yeah. Which is kind of the gist. What with the probably probably break. should have mentioned that speech in the very beginning of the movie. Oh yeah. So the, the gist of the movie is that it's not the gist. It's it's exactly what it is because that's what they tell you. Okay, fine. What they say, <laughs> paraphrased, <laughs> is that there's one of these folks is the werewolves, and it's up to you to figure it out. This is a detective movie where you are the detective. And uh, there will be a werewolf break at the werewolf end. Werewolf break. No explanation. We're just expected to know what that is. And that that's that's it. That's the I mean, premise. Does the werewolf get to relax for a minute? Maybe have a smoke? It's union mandated. He has to. <laughs> you can only be a werewolf for four werewolf hours. Werewolf union before, local 666. Before you have to take a break. I would imagine it's taxing. It seems like it. So the dinner, the dinner doesn't go well. The huntsman's wife is upset. They retire to the parlor for some more... Talking about werewolves and why they can't be werewolves and why that guy is an artist. Yeah, all long hair. Yeah. And meanwhile, the huntsman has gone back up to the control room and he's talking to... Uh, Where the a, guy that lives in the chair. They had chair bands up there. And he's like, okay, we got it. We're going out. I'm going out tonight. I need you to stay up here and shout nonsensical things at me <laughs> while I go out in the middle of the day, which looks like it's supposed to be night, but I wasn't buying yeah, yeah. All that sunlight made me feel like it wasn't really nighttime. And he's all like, "Werewolves, whatever. They could suck it. I don't believe in no werewolves." He ain't scared of no ghost. 
Beautiful. Yeah. no ghost. So the huntsman heads out to go find the werewolf because the proximity alarm has been triggered in sector B7. Comma two dash six eight four niner. He goes out. We see the we see the werewolf for the first time. <laughs> Which turns out is actually somebody's dog. They wrap some kind of rug around and <laughs> dog in a fucking skull. Yeah, poor poor dog. <coughs> He's the unsung hero of this. It didn't film. have that little SPCA disclosure at the end about how no animals were harmed because that dog's body temperature was raised thirty five degrees throughout the course of the movie. Yeah, at least that one dog was definitely harmed <laughs> in the making of this film. If not like right away, you know, long like when you let your car run hot and it warps the heads. They had the dog too hot for too long. That was heads warped. <laughs> That's warped. <laughs> that's what happens when dogs get too hot; their heads get all distorted. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm going to veterinary school because I know a lot about you can't how animals work. in the rain because it'll pool. They'll rust up on you in a second. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so he's out. The huntsman <laughs> finds the werewolf. The werewolf dip dodges him. <laughs> dip dodge. Heads back towards. I like your uh, seventy-four terms. Dip dodge. You're try- all bluffing bluster. I'm trying to keep it period accurate with the movie. <laughs> so he dipped. The werewolf makes a... He bounced. Makes a beeline back to the mansion. And our, <laughs> our pal chairman, <laughs> chairman sees him through the skylight. And it's at that exact moment that you realize this is a goddamn dog in a rug. <laughs> like, I had my suspicions in the first Maybe, scene. Maybe, I mean, at best, like, they cut the sleeves off a fur coat and just kind of stuck his arms through it like a vest. Because the dog looks like he's... Constantly trying to run away from something heavy and hot. It's pretty fun. <laughs> the the werewolf gets shot at by Chair Guy. Yep. Leaps through the skylight and tears him into bits. Well, Chair Guy shoots out most of the skylight for the were dog coat. For the the coat dog. For the yeah the coat dog. And our our hero Huntsman. He's the hero. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Shows up, sees his poor buddy Chairman's been. Iced. He's got his throat bit out. There's been some wreckage of some of the monitors and other such equipment. It's making a horrible racket. So now he's upset. I like how the rug dog knew to break the equipment, too. Yeah. The rug gives him superpowers. <laughs> like, you know, like uh, one of them X-Men's. The rug dog, my favorite X-Men. <laughs> I got rug dog issue one, first, first edition. That's worth some serious money. At home in a Mylar pouch. Acid free. Now. <laughs> no, I took all the acid out of it. So he gets everybody together the next day, and he's like, alright, so the werewolf done killed a dude or something. I know it's one of you people. And it's another just kind of, you know, hoot holler. Right. He's acting all over everybody. <laughs> they're denying their... And you're all the werewolves. They're denying that they're the werewolves. Very dramatically. Yes. And every time the entire group is to have a dramatic reaction, it shows each and every individual dramatic reaction for about five seconds. I've never seen so many sigh shots and putting hands over eyes shots. Yeah. Or shaking your head and looking away in disgust shots. Except Peter Cushing. He's always smoking the fattest blunt (laughs) during every scene. (laughs) He's just like, man, I don't know, whatever. I guess not. Maybe. Okay, it's probably not a blunt. It's probably just the worst-looking cigar ever. It's, it's one of them backwoods. Yum. So the the night falls, and the huntsman does what you would do reasonably in this circumstance, and 
gets some kind of weird submachine gun <laughs> and a helicopter and goes looking a fucking 50 cal and takes a helicopter up to circle the grounds looking for the werewolf the rug dog sees the rug dog on his inf- infrared monitor <laughs> infrared infrared monitor I have one of those it infrares everything and this 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 gun he has holds approximately 1.6 thousand rounds per clip per bullet cuz he's just unloading this thing <laughs> at the rug dog and rug dog is either really really good or really really lucky yeah for the world's greatest hunter he doesn't seem to be able <laughs> sure to hunt can't things kill a fucking well dog from 20 feet away so they they chase him to some kind of barn he's shed he's the best at trying to hunt he's he's got heart you got to give him that <laughs> got heart and dramatics they quarter him in the shed, they, he takes the helicopter down, puts another 6.7 million rounds into this shed, says, nah, I'm pretty sure we got him, I'm going in, but he didn't He didn't get him, the, his dog shows up, try to save him, his wife's there, the, the one other lady's there. Everyone is now there. He goes to shoot the werewolf, but his lady friend's having none of it. The werewolf blows by them both after a harrowing fight with his dog. Old Yeller. Gets out. The helicopter man has a gun. That's a scary fucking movie. The helicopter man? Old Yeller. Oh. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> the way that dog kills that boy at the end? Yeah, I know. Who ever thought a dog could shoot? <laughs> so the, the, the poor helicopter pilot tries to stop the werewolf, but to no avail. And uh, the world's greatest marksman and hunter shoots another mm, Googleplex worth of rounds. <laughs> And he shoots a goddamn cluster bomb at him. Hits nothing, but manages to explode the helicopter behind them somehow. I don't, I don't know. He manages to not shoot Rug Dog, but scar the Earth forever. Yeah. So now there's Even a, my two favorite characters in Bambi are Rug Dog, the Hunters. Yeah, that'll teach you. That'll teach you, Bambi. <laughs> Try to have a mom, will you? Yeah, old Disney movies really were terrible. <laughs> They're all about acid and murder. You got Alice in Wonderland and Bambi. You can watch your mother get shot and then eat some grow mushrooms. Do you ever think that maybe it wasn't the mushrooms made her big, they just made everything else really little? No, that's fucking stupid, Chris. I, I thought that. Go back to not digressing. Oh, okay, so helicopters are on fire. Peter Cushing is now here on the scene. Blunted. Blunted. <laughs> uh, fucking newt! The dog uh, in the shed put up a valiant fight, but was overtaken by Rug Dog. Yep. And he, which the, the wife, the Caroline, says, the dog's hurt, and there's a big fucking piece of it missing. Yeah. It's struggling to breathe and keep its eyes open and maintaining bowel integrity, but he's just a little hurt. He's okay. It's just a scratch on his organs. And then a uh, Huntsman really does Old Yeller the dog. Yep. And then uh, he runs back to try to figure out who's not who's not in the mansion right now, because that's got to be, he knows who was there, so it's got to be one of the other ones. So who's the rug dog? Who's the real rug dog? <laughs> he goes, he does some sweet acting at everybody again, <coughs> yelling about how he used the werewolf, and they're like, nah, I ain't no werewolf. And he's like, nah, I used the werewolf. And then they find a rich white guy. He starts breaking into old English. Rich white guy's been killed. The guy that I said was JR from Dallas? Yes. He's been killed by the werewolf. He had, what was that line he had that was real good? Oh, I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I can't remember. Something about he didn't. Something he didn't care about. Oh, no, you you know what they say. No, I don't know what they say. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't care. That was uh, pretty good. Yeah, that was that was line of the movie. <laughs> With all the shit that 
dramatic man said, that was the best line. So now, after another eventful evening, it's daytime again. Eventful evening of shouting at everyone and everyone else denying allegations and more shouting and rug dogs. Helicopter explosions. Yep. One of the one of the hostages, I mean his guests, <laughs> attempts to leave. He catches him, and that's when he's had enough. He's getting to the bottom of it. He gets everybody in the, I don't know, the study or something? Yeah. Or and now, it's time for the werewolf break. Can you figure out who the werewolf is? Use the clues that were left in the movie. <laughs> Use there, all those vague clues. There's people. <laughs> that guy yelled a lot. Here's them. That one guy ate a guy. 30 seconds. That one chick had the boobs. The other ones are dead. Peter Cushing still smoking blunts. <laughs> Boy, they sure did have some boobs. You never get to see them, but... That's a bummer. Plop, dude. So, werewolf break complete. We now... We now have our idea of who the, the rug dog is. I, I guess. How? Uh, we didn't. Because it's not the ones that were killed? Yeah, it, I, that's how they get you. That was the that was the twist. How the fuck is that a twist? That's just how you know. He was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> you mean the dog worked for internal affairs? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Who's never going to pass that drug test? That's where he got the rug. I didn't know that dog got wet. Gross. Anyway, so the huntsman has come up with his final brilliant way to figure out who the werewolf is. Fire more rounds? No, that is his answer to most things, but not in this <coughs> instance. Fire less rounds? Yes, he's going to take his unspent silver bullets, and everybody's going to put one in their mouth, because... That's reasonable. Yeah. Mm, much dramatics ensue. <laughs> we go one by one. Bullet in the mouth. Nope. Bullet in the mouth. Nope. Peter Cushing gets a bullet. He wipes it off. With a kerchief. Puts it in his mouth. Looks nope. Looks sad he has no more blunts. <laughs> and then uh, he goes for the best. He's had a lot of that today. Goes to his lady friend because he can't play favorites. She says, "I suppose I'm supposed to take my pill." Yeah. Yep. She is almost as dramatic as old boy. Almost, mind you. And then it turns out that she's a werewolf. So he shoots her like six times. But wait a second. Manages to hit her, which is the biggest twist in the fucking movie because the expert hunter couldn't shoot the barn with a bazooka. But then he's confused on account of his lady friend was right there when the werewolf was in the shed killing that other dog earlier. And that's when Peter Cushing stops being blunted long enough to say... And that's when Chris left out that one minute part about the movie from earlier that makes this all add up here in a second. None of it adds up. Well... Almost ties together. None of it ties together. Kind of like, you know, when you tie your shoes, but you only got that one loop, so they're about half tied. It's meaningless. I'm just, they use Bondo, I'm just kidding. So, Peter Cushing is like, well, you can, if you're, if you're bit by the werewolf, or whatever, then you can be a werewolf, or whatever, so there's still another werewolf, or whatever. So you're, you're not going to tell him how nope. she became the nope. werewolf? Not happening. With the dog? Don't think so. And how she nope. cut her Still no. hand? Oh, and now I will. For <laughs> 45 minutes ago? No, now I'm not. In movie time? Yeah, so what he said. Yeah, because Chris is... He, he ain't good. Mm, nope. So he figures out that the only guy who didn't put a bullet in his mouth was obviously the alpha rug dog. Yo, oh... Yeah. Wrecked it. You did. And he chases him down for the final confrontation. It's the final countdown. Also, 
Peter Cushing slapped the lady in the face. Oh, yeah, he fucking belted her. It was pretty good. Ah, movies from the 70s. Boy, if you guys, uh, I like on old, uh, I watched Carrie the other day for about the 14th millionth time. That scene when John Travolta slaps the shit out of his girlfriend in the car and she's just like, okay, I guess I deserved it. Yeah. Bizarre for the 70s. That sure was the times (laughs) back then. You do that shit now, you get your throat slit and your penis cut off while you're asleep. Yeah, you could probably Not in that order. Ew. Oh. Ask me how I know. That's what his t-shirt says. (laughs) All of it. Everything from throat to penis to ask. It's in very small print. (laughs) It's one of them belly shirts to show off my midriff. It's gross. It is. Which, that I said it or that I'm wearing it? Both. Tom, uh, the huntsman, chases the werewolf out where they have their final confrontation. He manages to gain the upper hand... But unfortunately... Outsmarts a rug dog. Good job, buddy. Was turned into a rug dog in the process. Yep. And... Well, who popped the dog? Well, the huntsman did, silly. I thought Peter Cushing did, because he came out holding that rifle. No, Peter Cushing came out with the rifle, because he was protecting uh, Stupid. Mmm. So they realize that the huntsman has been stricken with werophytus. So he, uh... Whatever you do, don't call it lycanthropy. I won't. So he goes inside... And uh, puts one in his own brain parts. So he doesn't become a werewolf. For the betterment of everybody. And so he quits shouting all the damn time. And, uh... I don't like it when people yell! I, I see that now. That is, uh... The Beast Must Die. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You didn't even say who the werewolf was? No, I don't want to spoil it. That's the whole point of the stupid thing. Besides, I don't know what the guy's name is. Well, I thought we wrapped things up. We can, we can throw a nickname on there. There's so it's many fine. features. No. Oh, my God, you're killing me. I don't want to ruin it. You're don't... welcome, or I'm sorry, Plovdiv. I don't know if you want us to tell, but Chris isn't gonna. Look, the whole thing is there's a werewolf break. And uh, the, the barrel of the gun's pushing pretty hard into my temple, so I'm going to go ahead and not say it. But yeah, I mean, I guess Chris just doesn't like you guys. Sorry. I'm in it for the people. Chris just wants some paychecks. Yeah, it's lucrative. <laughs> Fucking weird. It just feels not right to me not telling people what happens at the end of the movie because that's what we all... Even if nothing happens at the end of the movie, we tell them that nothing happened. That happened. Yeah, I know, but we... I told him what happened. The Huntsman killed himself. That is the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie, but it's not the climax of the picture. There was no climax to this movie. All climax of this movie. Uh, uh, <laughs> gross. So we're just not going to tell him. No. All right. Nope. So what'd you think of the movie? You know, I I don't know. I mean, it certainly kept my attention the entire time. That was not a concern because there were just so much baffling shit one after another. Like the whole first 15 minutes of him running through the woods is like, eh. And then he goes onto that estate and you're like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of dumps you right into other nonsense. other series of events where you go, eh. If it didn't have that thing at the beginning, the speech about how you're the detective, ah, this movie would have made no sense. It was fun to watch, though. Not a whole lot happened, but just for the acting. Especially Tom the Shitty Hunter. Yeah, he's pretty great. Oh, yeah. He's like a, like a Saturday Night Live version of Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. I can't decide if it was the worst acting ever or the absolute or pinnacle of the craft. just a in his house. <laughs> yeah. Is that just how that guy is all the time? Calvin Lockhart, I believe his name is. He's probably long dead. Probably. I'd hope. Yikes. Jokes. I don't wish death upon him. 
But, uh, I don't know. It was weird. Not much happened, but it was entertaining. Just the, the weirdness of it all and the little one-liners they throw out there, like bluff and blunder. Bluff and blunder. Yeah. And JR from Dallas, he had a few more good lines, too. He was just an asshole. But, uh, I don't know. Based on sheer amusement of the acting, I gotta give it a 7.5 out of 10. Not quite a 7 and 3 quarters. It's certainly not a 9.5. But 7.5 out of 10. I would watch it once. Well, you have to now if you ever want to fucking sleep again because Chris won't let us tell you that what happened, who the guy did it. Yeah. Or woman. Or woman. I think I might have alluded it was one of the men. But, still feel weird. Uh, so, Chris, what do you think? It was, I like the, about the fact that it had a weird premise the with the whole movie detective Chris angle. The werewolf break. The score was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I like the chromatic, dynamic disco music score. Yeah. It didn't line up at all. It was like they made the movie and were like, oh, shit, we have no music in this thing. There's a car chase and they're playing, like, ambient music, like the fucking little sound machines you can buy at Sharper Image that make your room sound like the rainforest. It was somewhere in between disco and a Tom and Jerry cartoon from the (laughs) 70s. It was. Oh, man. It was interesting. I like like me some Peter Cushing. What's his name? Something something Flesher. The guy that made all the Tom and Jerry's spinning in his grave. Probably. Even though this movie came out at the same time that Tom and Jerry was at the height of its popularity. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I liked it as much as you did. I was, I was entertained by it. I was. It wasn't the best movie ever, but it was certainly entertaining. I, I was not, not into it. I mean, even for 1974. Yeah. Taking into account the year. But, and, and you know, you can't really compare, but I can think of one other horror movie from 1974 that is a lot more, uh. A lot more than this guy. A lot more of a horror movie. This the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This movie. I've had wet farts that were more frightening <laughs> than this movie. Like, yes. Uh, sometimes they're just damp, but they're still scary. Well, they said it wasn't a horror movie. They said it was a detective movie. It was just kind of thematic. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. It involved werewolves, so that's an element of horror. But it's the only. I'll give it like a six out of uh, six point seven million silver bullets fired. <laughs> Because, if nothing else, it has an interesting premise that I've never really seen in movie. Yeah, that was movie. cool. The acting is just this kind of level of madness that is sort of fun to watch. But it's just kind of boring. Nothing really happens. Yeah, there's more boring movies. It's on YouTube, so it's not like you'd be out anything. Right. But time. I mean, it's not super long. It's like 93 minutes or something. Yeah, something like that. A little over an hour and a half. No, I, I say if you get the time and have the time or whatever, if you got nothing better to do, check it out. If nothing else, it's interesting, I think. Chris is, oh no. But I think it's interesting. But thanks, Plovdiv. Yes, thank you, Plovdiv. You've drug out the Halloween 2 fiasco a little bit longer. Yeah. Speaking of dragging out the Halloween 2 fiasco, Troy to Troy. Thank you, Troy to Troy. Yeah, thank you, Troy to Troy. What the he, uh, bad kids go to hell or all the bad kids go to hell? Or... Yeah, it's something about kids going to hell. So, see, I like it. I don't remember, but I just know it wasn't having to watch Halloween 2, so I was instantly grateful and happy. I don't know much about it. I don't know. I know nothing about it. I'm going to go in as blind as possible. I looked it up on the IMDB just to see what the hell that even was about, and it's about kids in a school, and that's all I remember. You know too much. Troy's going to know. Of course he's going to know. I just said it. He's going to hit us again. Well, we deserved it. He hits pretty hard, though, so it's okay. 
So, uh, say, Brett. Brett. No, just just go ahead, you know, you know. Or you can find us on the Facebooks at Slaughterhouse Princess on the Facebooks. Or you can find us at SlaughterhousePrincess.com on .com. Or you can email us at Gmail with SlaughterhousePrincessPodcast at Gmail.com. Or you can find us on the iTunes. Again, Slaughterhouse Princess. Imagine that! I'd be so angry about it. Or just mail letters with stamps. Yeah. To all the addresses till you find us. Yeah, just pick one. They'll find it. Just put Slaughterhouse... Tie a note on a balloon and let it go. Just write Slaughterhouse Princess <laughs> on a vanilla envelope. And be prepared to have your door kicked in by the ATF. With no postage. <laughs> No postage, and I don't know, put some cornstarch in there. It's like uh, sending a letter to Santa, just write (laughs) Slaughterhouse Princess Internet, and they'll find its way here. We'll get it. It'll come out of the three and a half on the side of Chris's laptop. Yeah, because I guess my laptop was made in 1993. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that'll uh, wrap up. Wrap it all up in a neat little package, except for Chris didn't tell you who was the werewolf, because you gotta watch it, because he's a dick!